two, three. Okay, so shall we start? Sure. Hello and welcome to my podcast, The Voice of the Gen C. Today, this is the first episode, by the way. We have a guest who is Andrea Sancho, who is already here. Andrea, say hi. Hi. So how are you? How are you feeling? I'm good. How are you? Kind of nervous, to be honest, for, you know, trying to do my best in here. Yeah. Yeah. You're nervous? I'm a little nervous, actually. Have you ever done done something like this before? Nope. I've never done anything like this before. Oh, I'm glad this is your first time. It's going to be very fun. Yeah, it should be. Because politics, everyone thinks politics are very boring. But in reality, they are not. They are just not explained well. Like in Spain, for example, we don't have, like in school, they don't teach us anything. And I think people should know more about it. Yeah, because it's really important. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Well, I mean, I know the basics. Like I know enough to choose what's the best for me regarding like my ideologies or my situation. Yeah, fair like, enough. For example, I'm a uh, I vote basically for the left wing. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, a re- I'm a Republican in Spain. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can agree with you with that. <laughs> yeah, in Spain. I was about to say, like, yeah, you should say Spain because you, you don't want to state. be mistaken as a Republican in the States, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, and also, do you think that the democracy can survive? Well, I mean, yes, because as we all know, the um, democracy is the only way that the citizens can like pr- participate in choosing what we want, what we like. Yeah, exactly. It's the only way that these citizens can choose the laws and leaderships and the my undertakings of the state, basically. Yeah, because yeah, because compared to communists or like dictatorship or you know, and other types of social, another type of social yeah. systems it, um, that we don't. This have... one is the best, to be honest. Everyone, yeah, we should be grateful that we live in a country that has a democracy state instead of. Are coming in state, regardless if you know you're Republican or not, because I think in Spain this is like this misunderstood that if you're Republicano, you are a communist, which is not, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not the same thing. It's completely yeah, it's not, not the same thing. So yeah, do you think that democracy can survive? Yeah, I mean, if we keep it how we we're going, like it can perfectly survive. I get it. It's it's the only way that us as citizens can actually be part of how we're going to live, basically. And how do you think is the situation nowadays in Spain or in, like, world talking? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. All Spanish political parties, like, they're all really, really bad. Like, I mean, yeah, they, they have are. good things, but... Let's not go to ourselves. I don't know. I don't know if you have seen like the debates in Spain, but all the debates in Spain, it's, they're like, "You're bad." No, you. Yeah, they are like Charles, aren't they? Like they yeah, are. They, they are always fighting like Charles. Yeah, and then, I think talking. like they don't. They don't have their priorities right. You know, they 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 think more as a, like 
they don't think what's good for the country. They just think what is good for their party itself to get more votes or to get more money. It's not for exactly. the country. Exactly. Yeah. For example, like 45%, I think, uh, of the young people that are the ones that are going to vote in the next elections, they, they don't trust any political party here in Spain. Yeah, I know, because who are you going to vote? Like, you're going to vote Vox? You're going to vote Podemos? Because, like, I think, apart of, like, people who are, like, in a really right wing. Yeah, uh, or... most most of the people yeah. don't even know. What... Don't even know about who yeah. they're going to vote. Don't even know who they're going to vote or what, like, they don't even know why, if they're, right um like they want to vote to the right wing or the left wing they don't even know what that what is right wing and what is left wing yeah because they don't know about politics that's why i'm doing this because i'm trying to everyone to know more about it and to like feel more you know because we are teenagers we just have like two years to vote and how we are supposed to change the country if we don't know who is the people that they are yeah exactly That's so true. Yeah. And also, what do you think about the, the situation in the States? You know, like a few days ago, it was like the capital. Uh, the capital thing. Yeah. yeah. The capital riots. Yeah. And have you yeah, seen well, how the police were so gentle with them compared to the Black Lives Matter protests? I mean, I just want to say that that's literally white supremacy. It is. It is. Speaking. Like, literally. Um like in J Je- in when was it in june in june july june may it was like the yeah end. may june july june. we were fighting against white supremacy and you see a, such a difference between the police where we were pro- protesting against white supremacy and now that we see white supremacy on like at its peak yeah literally it it, it It's white supremacy. It is, and it's us, you know, and what annoys me most is that Donald Trump is like, no, I didn't ask for this, but he has claimed thousands of times that the election was stolen and that it was false and that he was the president of the state when he wasn't. So, like, in in the end, everything is his fault. And, like, seeing all that attack happen, I just, I got, I, I was so glad that Biden won. I was like, thanks God he won. Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, you see so the, glad. Yeah, because, like, he's not the best guy in it. He's not. No, he, he's not. he's better he, than Trump, at least. He's not Donald Trump, I mean, he's not yeah, a trumpet. Exactly. He has his <laughs> bad things, but he's not a trumpet. So now that we are talking about, you know, white supremacists, what are your thoughts about Vox? Which, if you, in case you don't know, is a Spanish extreme right wing political party who was founded yeah. in 2013 by Santiago Abascal and Javier Ortega's me. I mean, it, it shouldn't exist. Yeah, they shouldn't. That's like Javier. That's my thought. Like, Like, have you saw, like, have you, like, uh, voy a empezar. have you, like, learned, no, voy a empezar esta, okay. esta pregunta. Really? Have you, like, heard about what they say about, like, the Spanish gender violence of law? 
Yes. Like, they say it's like discriminating against one of the sexes, which is like, no, it's not. And then they even claim themselves as anti-feminist. So <laughs> I don't really know what to say. They they deny gender violence. They refer all the associations to help the victims. Um, they they refer them as chiringuitos feministas. Yeah, I know. Or um, feminazis as well. Yeah. And they're yeah. against abortion. Um, yeah, they are. They said many things, many horrible things. They're also, also... they are against the immigrant people. Yeah, they're, they're so racist. Yeah, they are. And, they, and then they, one they, thing it annoys me the most is like when they say they want to keep the Spanish race, like la raza is yeah, like yeah, yeah. What are you trying to say? Like what what is that? Like they oh my god, I don't even I don't even know. It makes me so mad every time someone is like, Yeah, box, box. They you're literally supporting a fastest um a fastest uh Party, yeah. party yeah and like because in case you guys don't know unlike other europeans radical right parties vox doesn't rely on populists and it relies more on nationalisms and it makes a nationalisms with a nativisms and it puts an authoritarian point of view of the society so it's basically more like the franco you know kind of yeah like a dictatorship more or less they literally they they claimed uh that they were fat. Well, they didn't quite claim it, but I know people that vote Vox, and they claimed that they are fascist. Yeah, they are, which is completely uh, out of mind. Yeah, and I think one of the Spain's biggest problem is, for example, if you go to Germany and you say. Uh, something that is related to something of the Holocaust or Hitler, you go to jail. However, in Spain, if you say something about Franco or something fascist, you got nothing. Because, yeah. you know, all the times that people say, Arriba España, or like, and that's... They do the, like the fascist, like, sign of the hand thingy, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, and they don't know that. That was such a big thing. And the horrible things that happened by those acts, by those people, and they just keep doing it as if it's nothing, and it's something that really annoys me. It, oh, it's so annoying. I mean, and they're just like, oh, it's my way of thinking. So you're claiming that you're, is that you're making fun of that, basically. It's my way of thinking. It's, that shouldn't be a way of thinking. Yeah. So to sum up, your thought of what should be that it shouldn't exist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's take a moment and think about your parents' ideologies. So now compare them to your beliefs and what you stand for. So which are the main difference between your ideologies and your parents' one? Well, my parents are um they vote for the right wing. But, but uh I think like most of parents like anyone around that age uh what they want is like economy a good economy and it's something that many right-wing parties know how to handle not saying that the left wing doesn't know 
Yeah, but, but the right wing, the right wing is so, so much better compared, like talking economically than yeah the left wing. Yeah, and so do you think like that's the main difference? Like, yeah, well, I mean, they also grew like in a different period of time, uh, which is it's not a like an excuse or anything, but I mean they they think very different from what I do. Do you yeah, consider them? They're really uh, open-minded, but. Mm, do you like consider them as racist or something like that? No, no, they they are really really open minded. It's just sometimes they uh make some comments, you know. I just want to know: Are you comfortable sharing this? Because I don't want to like make. No, no, don't worry, don't worry. I'm I'm comfortable. Like, yeah, don't worry. I don't I don't mind like... say uh, talking about it. Okay, okay. So yeah. So, why do you think there's such a big difference in the end? Time age? Because they were raised in different countries as you were? Yeah, my parents, both of my parents were raised in different countries. For example, my dad, well, my dad, he was raised half of his life in Spain and half of his life in Colombia. Um, Also, because you're not Spanish, you're Latina, so you come from a different culture. Yeah. So, it's more difficult for as I know, it's more difficult to Latin Latino people to talk, for example, about mental health issues or like yeah. LGBTQ no, it's, and it's all that. Way, it's way more different. Like for example, feminism in Colombia is not is not good seen. Like it's not something that is um well seen. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like my my dad um well my my grandpa i never got to knew him but like uh i've heard many stories about him and he he was he supported like franco yeah so well, my grandma did as well i think that's because of the time they were living you know because it was after the war and in the end everyone believed in franco and everyone support franco at that time apart from exactly. the republicans Exactly. So yeah, my dad is a little bit more um, like he's not that open-minded as my <laughs> mom, but yeah, fair enough. So yeah, basically, I would say that there's such a big difference because like the time where they grew up and the place or the environment. Yeah, that's such a big thing because. I think, for example, as a person who lives, like, in Spain, we have a different mindset and, like, a different ideology of what is right and what is wrong that a person who lives, for example, in Korea or in China or, you know, who has a different, like, a huge, that is a huge culture gap between us. Like, for example, we are not that polite as them or, like, things like that. I think, like, also the country you were raised and the ideologies of your family also mine a lot like how like the environment that was in your house for example is more easy that if you come from a pub from a family that they are like more right wing you will end up more right wing because exactly yeah that's how it goes let's not run a light ourselves 
the most of the most of the children if you ask like like young children i don't know 10 year olds that they have seen this on the on the news and everything if you ask them so what political party do you like the most they're most likely going to say their yeah, their dads or their their parents um yeah. the one that their parents vote yeah cuz also their child we shouldn't expect them to know about politics exactly it's, um is a world who is like a world really difficult and there are things that you will never understand in the end and you will be like why this is happening and people will be like it's politics and you will be like what but yeah that it is what it is so but i think i think you should show like kids like from a cer- certain age i don't know our age for example we're 15 16 hmm. well you're you're about to be like 17 yeah i'm about to be 17 but uh, you know, we should show kids about politics, about the world, basically, so they know what to choose. Because most kids, they're so influenced by their parents, they don't even know the everything. Well, yeah, they just um, know what their parents are are against and what their parents want. And but what about your own opinion? Because most of those kids have the opinion of their parents without even knowing about I think other that, opinions. I think also that's something that people should work from school as well. Because, for example, I don't think the Spanish education um, like allows you to show yourself and to like have an identity. You know, so also what you're gonna do is what everyone is doing. So if you live in yeah. an environment where everyone is uh right wing right wing you're gonna go right wing so but if you live for example in an environment which everyone is left wing you are more probably to be left wing because that's psychology facts that's how it works but i think like the main thing and the main change should come from the schools and how the system works yeah totally totally you think like how you will describe the mindset and ideology for of our generation well it's it's um we're like the most open-minded generation yeah we are for now till the moment till the moment moment. yeah um like we're both we were born uh with our eyes open because most of us were born like all of us were born in a period of time where many events like terrorist attacks, um, yeah. like racial and religious conflicts, um, all of those things happened like in the period of time of time we were growing up. So yeah, we grew up unfortunately. We grew up afraid of that, basically, I would say. Yeah, but I don't think, to be honest, it's good that people live with, like, terror. On like, I think if people are scared, they're more likely to do stupid things, you know? Yeah, totally. I agree. So, (laughs) yeah. And which are the main problems as well? What would you just say? Like, feeling most of us, there most of us we're 
afraid all the time. We grew up with uh, trauma in our past. Yeah, like, we have such a big, like... Like, um, we grew up in a fearful environment. So, yeah. Also, now we have social media. Yeah, which is such a huge stress. And we live under so much pressure, not only by our parents, but by the school, by. No, but by everything. Yeah, by everything in our lives. And we learned since we were little that we need to be the best at everything, that we need to be the more skinniest, the more pretty yeah in the the 2000s when most of us grew up um the thing was being skinny uh we saw into the skinny girls uh muscular boys and we grew up with that mental that we need to be like that we have to be smart we have to be popular we have to be everything and now that we have social media and we can see like other people mm, that are super skinny that in social media looks like they have their perfect life even though you don't really know them you don't know what's happening but what you see it's a perfect life so you just you want that you want that you want that you you ask yourself why don't i have this perfect life as she has or as he has yeah. As a person that uses social media, as you, um, I think that in the end it's sort of like a fake life that we live. Because of course, I only share on Instagram things that are pretty, pictures that I look good, um, the beautiful, like the most beautiful sunsets, you know. But that's not reality, you know. In in the end, everyone has problems, and I think the one the biggest problem in our society in our generation is that we try to prove people things that we are not yeah exactly like i mean everybody has in their instagram for example which is like one of the biggest platforms in our generation um most of us we have even like we plan what if this picture looks correct we overthink if this picture is going to be fine. We overthink, is, the, is this message correct? Is this not? Like, just, yeah. just so that the person who sees that is going to think, oh, how pretty. Oh, how perfect her life is. Yeah, and you're going to be like, why I don't have that? You know, and then when it comes, like, all the huge problems, it's mental issues, you know, when you try to, like, be someone you're not. Exactly. And um, so also I think social media, like, is our good thing. I, like, I love social media. I love being on Instagram and TikTok all day long. But as well, like, it has its bad part because, of course, people of my age, they see something on social media and now they think it's true. Everything they see. For example... I don't know, it was like this article saying this Monday they were going to like put in lockdown all of us. That didn't happen in the end and everyone was like freaking out and saying, oh, Monday they're going to send us home. Like, that's things that I think that's a problem. And when it comes to politics, it's also bad because it's like fake information going around. Uh, Then people misunderstood and like share it with other people. 
and then that's when problems happen you know yeah like all this fake it's true that um social media helps you to like know what's happening in the world and an exact moment but it's also very dangerous because you don't know who's posting that you don't know if that's fake news or not yeah exactly and you don't know like article or that like post is true or not or like if they are just writing it like for fun or for like to make a joke against the or other is one. it is it actually someone you can trust yeah exactly so now to sum up because this is the last question i know time flies it's crazy yeah but two minutes, minutes already. already yeah i know so there's like this huge thing if you live in europe or you well europe yeah you probably heard about it Probably if you live in the States or, or any other country, but mainly in Europe, and it's about Brexit. And me as a person who one who is moving there soon, uh, I am really worried about it. But I want to know about your thoughts. Do you think it's going to be a good thing for both? Or do you think it's going to be a bad well, thing? And... I mean, I mean, I think that Brexit, well, it is like anti-immigrant Uh, thing well they say it's like anti-illegal immigrants yeah but then they put like such a huge like problems if you want to go in the country like you have to like put a visa uh, if you go for something that is not tourism but yeah yeah I I don't think it's like the best thing you can do to like the country because for example many business Uh, have moved their headquarters to the to Europe and yeah, to the economy Europe. the economy has slowed down yeah I've read this like I've read this on BBC that said that um the government even if the government like it has an independent official body that assesses them with the economic plan but it is estimated that the economic output of the country could be a four percent lower over the next 15 years than if they will have to stay in the EU instead. And now, with the COVID-19 uh, situation, England's having, like, a huge problem right now. They are, like, one of the main countries with more deaths and most cases in the world. And they are losing so much money. So I don't think this was a good idea. Like, this is coming, ending good for them in the end because there's they think nothing's going to change, but... Now loads of businesses are moved to Spain, France, Italy, for example. Yeah, like, so for a cheaper way to produce to Europe. Yeah, because if, if they move to Europe, it's going to be cheaper. They're going to be more uh, trading markets in Europe. Like, for example, yeah, exactly. the UK has to uh, find new like trading, um, like, trading agreements with other countries outside uh, Europe because since they don't want to por- uh, form part of Europe, uh, they lose all these uh, trading that they had. Like, they had more than 40 trade agreements with 70 countries all over the place, so. Yeah, they do. They did. And also, now, like, for example... So now, for example, the European travel rules have changed. So since this January, UK nationals will be only travel without a visa to 
like is Schengen areas, which is like Europe and Norway, Iceland, Switzerland and Liechtenstein. And they can only be out for 90 days or 180 days. So it's not much because before you could be like all the amount of time without doing any paperwork, which like save you a lot of time. But now you have to like apply for a visa for like everything you need to go. And also it's bad for them because now they cannot, they, it's the same for them when they come to Spain or to, U- or to exactly. Europe. Exactly. And like you know? many, many people like in living there. They, they so yeah because I have a lot of British friends and I am like I ask them a lot about how for example all the Britons that come to Spain for vacation what are they gonna happen to them yeah. well they can't come I mean they, they, they can't come as they can't tour, come as a tourist yeah they have a home what they cannot do is leave here and like go to hospital if they broke something exactly. Yeah, they can't use the so, they can use the the health uh, insurance the, the free health in Spain or yeah, any any have... other country in the, um, in Europe. Like you know, Brexit is like a vote against globalization. It is. They just they won. I think as like you know the quest the question about box that we were talking how about box wants to keep the Spanish race. I think somehow um, Britain and like Boris Johnson is trying to do kind of the same in them, yeah. you know, trying to keep the, like, the Eng- British yeah, race, like the you know, country and, and everything. Yeah, he's always saying like immigrant people take our jobs, blah, blah, but it's like, well, they're doing the jobs that you don't want exactly. to do, <laughs> that British people don't want to do. That's the job that the immigrants do. And yeah, um, it's sad seeing like the amount of hate and how people that you know say some say these things are they're just full of like hate and yeah. bad feelings. You know how can they be like the prime minister of a country? Not only talking about Boris Johnson because compared to Donald Trump, he's like an angel. You know exactly but, like. But like I, I just I kind of understand. We're thinking now about like only like Boris Johnson, uh, Santiago Vascal, Trump, but there's many many presidents all around the world who think the same way, which is it's it's sick. It's like, sad. it's very it's, it's sad. very sad, it's really and it sad. makes me sick. Like literally, um, well, you're basically like these people. The only thing that they want is. Uh, get out of a horrible country and it's not only with immigrants yeah, yeah. it happens with many things like how can you hate a person for their skin color or the um, the money they make yeah yeah because brexit you know boris johnson and like england they said, like, the, the government have said, okay, yeah, you can come, but you have to do a visa. A visa costs between 300 euros and 600 euros. So, like, 350 pounds, more or less. So, they're basically saying, yeah, if you have money to come here, come, of course, spend money in our country. Yeah, exactly. Like, help our economy, but if you're going to come here and take take our economy, don't come. That's what they're trying to say, basically. Exactly. It's okay. 
now cortamos. Eh, no, espera, di, ver, di termina. Porque no dices, dices, eh, well, um, das, o sea, di como que era la última pregunta y que ya llevamos un buen rato, así que no sé, y te despides y ya está. So, unfortunately, we are out of time, Andrea, because we have been talking quite a lot. It has been quite a... a wonderful time with you. I hope we can have a longer conversation about this in the future. Yeah. You better. Invite you better. me again, I guess. Yeah, I sure. I shall do a second season about this. <laughs> it was fun. I hope you enjoyed it, did you? I enjoyed it so much, talking about this. I oh hope gosh, the people who you. hear this enjoy it too. Enjoyed it too. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, that's everything for today's episode. Thank you for being here and thank you for everyone who listened to this, basically. Um, I'm very grateful. Goodbye, Andrea, and goodbye, everyone. Have a nice week and be careful with the snow, please. Bye. Uh, okay. Bye, bitches. Okay. <laughs> Ah.